Sure, man. What's up? <sighs> Everything, man. Yeah. You know what fucking sucks? Uh, Bitch-ass Donald Trump, who banned trips to Cuba, which is fucking up my uh, cruise next week. Perfect timing. So we'll get uh, redirected probably to uh, some other part of Mexico, which is crazy because he didn't ban anything uh, going to Mexico, which was his biggest uh, complaint for the longest. He went after Cuba, saying that they were a threat to Western ideals because of their support of communism and uh, Maduro. Um, But it's only 12 million people in Cuba. Does he really think that America can be affected by 12 million people? It's a little bit more than what? New York? A New York yeah. and a half? Yeah. I mean, Cuba has oh, got like the highest literacy rate in the Western Hemisphere. He's just mad they could all read better than him. <laughs> Accomplishments. Did you see that written on his uh, his piece of paper before his speech? No. They uh, zoomed into one of his handwritten notes and he spelled accomplishments wrong. And uh, it seemed like a big rant that he had written, scribbled out in a highlighter or a crayon. I don't know. I don't know. The Mia man might, yeah. He probably he probably didn't mean Cuba, but like misspelled something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he was watching Jerry Maguire. He's mad at Cuba Gooding Jr. We don't know. We really don't know what goes on your man in his head. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK. Um, it was something else that was going on with Cuba. Oh, he banned, or I think they're going to ban Cuban Americans from sending money to Cuba. Because it still counts as uh, American dollars supporting Cuba. I don't know where they're going with that, but uh, some crazy shit. Your man is, your man is not strategic. Your man is feeling around the dark. It's it's crazy, dude. You know why uh, Trump also sucks? Let me give you one more reason. Um, I'm watching uh, the Central Park Five Netflix. Oh yeah, documentary and he was big on like throw them up death penalty for kids for For kids kids, be and that uh yeah it's a crazy shit it's like yo i mean we all get caught up in the hype but like this is some like real obvious shit like they sent five innocent youth youth yeah to prison and like didn't some of them have like some like developmental disabilities or like i don't know they wasn't like fully mature well, I know um, one was, I think the youngest was 14. And when it was all said and done, one of them got like 11, almost 11 and a half years, I think. Yeah, man. And, and then to find out that everybody was wrong. No, everybody, everybody was, was wrong. They knew they were wrong. That's the thing. So when you watch this, um, this show on Netflix, they know what the crime is. They know who they want the criminals to be. And they basically just like bully these kids, beat them up harass them, deprive them of uh, food and sleep, convince their parents to sign off on these uh, these written statements. And they knew it was wrong the entire time, but they had to put some bodies yeah, in prison. It was uh, It's crazy. And then the kids that they have in the show, they look like babies, man. I know that the uh, Real Central Park Five looked a little bit 
older. Um, older, but to see these like kids getting punched in the face in the movie, just the dramatization of it is uh, it's insane. I could watch one episode, and I watch some crazy shit on the internet. I watch one episode, <laughs> and I was just like, I needed a break, which is unusual, and I was just yeah. mad. Yeah, the last, uh, not the last thing, but when Ava du- DuVernay did, um, what was it, 21, oh, you know, hey, about the 21st yeah, Amendment, people were like, oh, Yo, you yeah. watch it? I'm like, nah, I got to be ready for it. I mean, I'll watch it exactly. eventually, exactly. but like, I'm not trying to get hit in the face with like, you know, reminders of how shitty the world is to me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's too much. I uh, really thought I could power through all four, and after uh, one, I was done. Nah, man. Like it wasn't like it wasn't uplifting as the Wu Tang documentary. Let Let's just say that yeah. the Wu Tang documentary is much more uplifting than uh, the Central Park Five documentary or dramatization. Very true. Silver lining though, uh, the prosecutor on that. Did you hear about this? She yeah. um, got called out. Social media took care of her. She resigned. So you know, I was thinking about it. You know, it's like. Mm. I don't think we're that evolved as a species, man. It's like we talk a lot of shit, but like we still, it's like blood sport. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, which one? Sort of yeah. the heavyweight uh, championship the other day, the fat dude beat the. <laughs> oh, beat the, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yo, boxing is still this crazy ass sport. It's like, yo, we are watching people hit each other in the head. Yeah. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this is like gladiator games. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Getting back to your trip, I love the way they just swapped out one Latin American place for another Latin American place. It's like, well, they speak exactly. Spanish in Mexico. Exactly. We'll just we'll just tell them that we're we're still in Cuba. Makes no sense. No fucking sense. Yeah, man. I I apologize. So this is what we'll do. Uh, in in two years, when your man's not in office, mm. when Elizabeth Warren uh, is uh, is president, I'm picking a front runner. I'm picking a front runner. I'm getting through the 22 fucking Democratic candidates. Um, and she put some fucking sense back in our country and we can go to Cuba. We will go to Cuba. All right. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Cuba. Cuba 2021? 2022? Yeah. 2020. Yeah. 2020, maybe. All right. All right. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. I don't know. He might, he might change his shit tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I was actually thinking the other day, like, didn't, isn't this like you and Mrs. J like anniversary? Oh yeah, uh, last week. Last week. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much uh, for yeah. remembering. Happy, uh, happy anniversary. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Take me, take me back to uh, to the day of the wedding. How how did that how did that feel from your first person point of view? Getting married to Mrs. J. It just felt felt like a uh, weird ceremony that you did in front of your friends with your best friend does that make sense it felt like a process but um just that arrangement and that sort of uh ritual is not something that really exists like i don't really do stuff like that not get married but like um (laughs) how do i put this uh just the ritual of like doing something that's traditional i Mm -hmm. guess it was just weird um in that sense because it felt like you're displaying something that you already know you have with the person but you're publicly doing it i don't know um it's late but i hope that makes sense uh but i do remember being i was about to say what are you gonna tell you about the hangover you had oh yeah so we went out to uh uh you know have a little entertainment the night before and um, uh your bachelor party the night before your wedding yeah (laughs) (laughs) right into the uh wedding and i woke up and i was drunk as shit um Mm -hmm. I think, well, yeah, let me not go. 
<laughs> let me not go too much into depth, but I was sick. Let's put it that way. And um, I think she was just as sick from her night out. And we really were not in the mood to uh, wake up early to go to the wedding. Um, we were chugging water. We uh, we get there. We see everybody. I think I, we asked my mom to get some Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> we were drinking before the, uh, the ceremony. And um, the food was good. And then we hopped on a plane and went to uh, Thailand which was great. Yeah. Um, it was a blur. It was a blur. It was like a party. It was cool. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was, I was honored to be part of your, 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 your nuptials. Of course, um, best man. Yeah. I was also quite concerned if you were going to make it and just thinking <laughs> about the entire, uh, uh, anger that would have been directed at me. If, nah, uh, I wouldn't let that happen. Uh, I've been, uh, drunk to a lot of stuff. <laughs> Nobody knows. No, I'm joking. Um, I do remember we took pictures too. So imagine you wake up and you're you're waking up with a hangover, and then you have some random dude sticking a camera in your face, like coming <laughs> into your house at like eight o'clock in the morning, taking your picture, um, having you do pictures up on the roof and just like weird shit. So our pictures, we just got real pissed <laughs> off and hungover, and it shows. Um, so I think we looked at them maybe once or twice uh, since the wedding, and we kind of just keep them on a hard drive somewhere. Yeah. Have you have you checked to see if you have put on the uh, post wedding uh, pounds? But it's like you go to people's houses that you see the wedding pictures and you don't recognize them. Like, that was oh you? yeah, no, 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 sure not you. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, um, damn, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Recently, though, I've just kind of um, switched back to my regular eating schedule. So again, no breakfast ever, um, but I'll do lunch every once in a blue moon, and then I'll do the dinner with the. Uh, Miss J and a uh, little J, um, but I'm back to my you know my regular pre marriage weight I guess. So yeah, this is this is fascinating content for everybody. But uh, <laughs> how did you know? How did you know Mrs. J was the one? Um, because you know what, honestly, the way that I knew, and it's probably nah, this isn't misogynistic, is it? Nah, you have um, to ask the I question. I never really had um, close female friends. I had female acquaintances that you and I probably shared in, you know, um, high school. And I got to college and I had um, who I consider my closest female friend. Um, but with Miss J, it was like, this is my best friend. And this is somebody I easily see kids with. Um, the sharing of DNA is something I'm reluctant to do. Mad romantic. I would swap <laughs> DNA with you, girl. No, nah, but just like that, that there's like a, uh, a firewall in front of you and it's like, um, not everybody's going to get past it. Firewall? Jesus. I'm looking at my computer right now and it's, it's late as It's like 12 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so I am um, Microsoft Defender, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and antivirus. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I, I saw a future and with other girls, I saw little glimpses of a future with them, but it was always a future I didn't like. Um, so it was ideas of living in the suburbs with like these nerdy ass kids and picket white fences, which is not, not something I ever saw in my future yeah. or want to have in my future. Never but that. with her, everything was like, uh, you know, whatever happens, it's cool. We'll work it out. Um, any obstacles with kids, it was like, there's no doubt, you know, my kids are going to be cool as shit. Um, with her, um, sharing things you don't normally share, secrets and all that stuff. There were just a lot of signs where she was, it was obvious. So when people say you meet the one and you know 
that person's the one. I get that for me. That's not for everybody. But I for me it was pretty clear. How did you uh how'd y'all propose? Um man, I did some dumb shit, yeah. Uh I think it was on a whim. It wasn't something I really planned. I did um get a ring that I got from my dad. Shout out to Trinidadian Diamond Hookup. And uh, <laughs> I decided to make a menu of just food that I knew how to cook well. And right, I put so, that on so the menu. I love the way you're like, I did some corny shit. And all of this sounds like is this romantic. I mean, it's it's romantic, yeah. But I don't know. So I don't want to get used to this shit. <laughs> so I... <laughs> So I um I made the uh I made the dinner, put it on a menu, um, gave her the menu. We ate dinner. Like um, what do you mean put it on a menu? Like you printed out a menu? I printed out a menu, yeah. I did. Damn, dude, that is kind of corny. That's good. See, that's the thing. It wasn't I do things on a whim and was it like, uh, was it like Shay J? <laughs> I think it was. Honestly, Aww. I think it was. With a Z, yeah. I think it was. But it was on a whim. I just thought it'd be funny. And then I was like, nah, maybe this will be the thing that I do. So um, we made the food. We're eating. We go upstairs. Um, I fake like I had a proposal (laughs) plan and the proposal messed up where there was a ring and it was attached to something. And the idea was that the ring um, was supposed to be attached to like a string and then it's not there. And I'm looking around for it and I find it. So then I give her the ring and then she's like, that was corny. I'm like, I know. <laughs> we start laughing about it. And that was it. We proposed, we came back downstairs and we like had wine. And um, yeah, it was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I love the way you like, yeah, I'm going to do a fake proposal first to see how she react. <laughs> if she's too thirsty, maybe I'll hold back on this. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't even that. It was that. It was, it was me being silly on top of being silly. So I was like, all right, let me just make this real silly and uh yeah <laughs> there's really no rhyme or reason and it was like a it was a day where it just felt right and i just decided i don't know wait like why are you asking me this <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i just thought like oh i thought i thought you were guiding me to something for a second it was your freaking anniversary i don't know oh yeah yeah yeah. i missed that part yeah 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 it's plus plus i'm putting this on record so next time you piss off mr j just play this tape and be like yo i love you remember that oh yes yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. yeah, you're welcome you're welcome Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my my one true love miss j (laughs) exactly (laughs) you put that on a podcast like i'd be real (laughs) (laughs) only real shit yeah only real shit uh, speaking of real shit and completely segue from uh, from the love that is um, mm. uh, everlasting monogamy, whatever. Um, I told you my dog fucking got into some chocolate. Yeah, you did. You did. How, how, okay. Dangerous how much stuff. would you pay if your dog had to go to like, okay. And this is me, I think, learning my uh, uh, that I have a heart and I actually care about things. Okay. How much would you pay for your dog's like emergency vet bill if they got into some chocolate? Um, I had a dog, shout out to her, who did eat chocolate and we just kind of kept an eye on her. Um, <laughs> and she was all right. She she was a tough dog. She lived to like um, 15, 16 years old. Um, but is this like a confirmed reaction to chocolate? Like, so you can so, tell there's a reaction and allergy. Like. So it was when I was in New York. So it was yeah. actually somebody who was watching my dog. Yeah. So like 
they freaked out and they mm-hmm. just took them to the vet. And I was God. like, okay. I mean, by the time I got the voicemail, like they were already at the vet. And I mean, yeah, my man's like, good look out, good looking out. I guess he didn't want to kill my dog. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I took all the preventive measures. But then, you know, I was like, okay, thank you so much. I was like, yeah, how much is he? He's like, don't worry, we'll take care of it when you get back. I was like, oh, all right. Wait, wait, does it mean Will, like him and his people, or... No, so, like, he he put it on his card, because, like, you have to pay, the vet's like, "Ah, sorry. Um, So then, like, he shows me the bill. How much do you think, how much, (laughs) how much do you think it costs to look after a fucking dog that just ate chocolate? Emergency visit. I can only compare it to a kid, and I would say $350. Keep going, B. Are you serious? Keep going, yeah. Five hundred. Keep going. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like seven hundred dollars. Keep going. A thousand. Keep going. What? <laughs> what? You can buy a dog for that. <laughs> That's what uh, I'm saying, yo. I learned a lot about myself. Like, yo, I'm mad, but yeah. I guess. I Wait, guess two thousand dollars. Just under two. God damn. Yo, but yo, shout out to pet insurance though. Yo, I was about, just about to ask you that. Yeah, yo, yeah. So yo, yo, sponsorship right now for the microaggressive mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Fucking yo, shout out to the pet insurance, yo. Um, it came through. I mean, they 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 want to do their little insurance bullshit with deductible, and no, uh, we're not going to cover that. But mm. yo, came through, came through in a big way, and I was just like, damn. But I was just like, yo, it's fucking Wait, dog, yo. It was marked down to two thousand dollars, or it nah, was two thousand. Yeah. Even lower. Like, I think it was like 16, 16 and change or something. That was then, covered. No, sixteen and change raw bill. Oh, and then wow. I had to submit it to insurance, and you know, shout out to Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. <laughs> uh, we take that sponsorship, um, but no, I actually I'll get the insurance like credit. Like yo, they they're like yo, just send us the bill, send us the whatever, and then they mm-hmm. got back to me in like a few days. Like it's fucking better pet insurance than like human insurance, yo. Um, well, you're, you're putting their bill. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yo, I was thinking about this, yo. I was like, damn. one, I told my man who was watching the dog, I was like, yo, just put them in a crate when you're not there. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, you know, dogs don't like crates. I was like, yo, just put them in a the fucking crate. They don't like crates. They don't yo, like crates. Yeah, just put the dog in the crate. Because mm. if the dog's in the crate, we're not spending over a G to take care of him eating some chocolate. Because my dog is smart and curious and, got to, and gets into shit. Just lock him up. Sound like Trump. Yo, yo. And my dog is black too. Damn, I'm just like Trump. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, fuck it. But then it got me thinking. It was like, yo, okay. Uh, that was a lot. Um, yeah. If you're man, I, like, I love, I'm learning to love this dog. But I was just like, yo, damn, B. Like, is, uh, I don't, I don't I'm think, I think we got some limits on this. Um. So what happened? Did they pump? his stomach or did they just keep an eye on him and he was fine and they didn't have yeah, to do the like overnight they made him vomit and like oh this is like fucking i don't even know they like they gave him some like charcoal stuff yeah like activated charcoal yeah, yeah yeah and then like he was like shit in black for like a week it was very interesting wow. um, that's uh expected yeah but yeah. um how much did he eat i actually never found out like a lot apparently they just got like big chunks of chocolate lying around. It was, was like it, uh, um, some M and M's. He got he got into a drawer that had baking chocolate and ripped it open and ate it. Oh, that's that like cacao strong shit, right? 
Yeah, like the pure oh, shit. Yeah, okay, okay. I could see, I could see why they were concerned. I thought it was like an M and M's. No, no, he did that the night before. Apparently, he's like just got into some. Just, yeah, just leave my dog in the goddamn crate. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I think I understand. He's a very smart, curious dog. So yeah, that was uh, an unexpected bill. So uh, maybe I'm gonna be buying the like ridiculous uh, Nike sneakers for a minute because. Uh, got it. Got the it. dog took the the sneaker budget. <laughs> you know. um, do you ever think that some dogs are slower than other dogs and you can't really tell because dogs can't really give you that much? Like golden um, retrievers? Like yeah, like they're just slow. I, shit. I had a girlfriend and her sister had a dog. It was a um, a Yorkie because everybody was getting Yorkies at the time. And um, this dog would find, sniff, and try to lick bleach. <laughs> That's weird, right? That's weird for a dog to do. <laughs> Like they have incredible sense of smell. Which burns my nose. So for them to like seek it out and then get closer to it and then try to drink it is some crazy stuff. Like yeah, maybe the dog was trying to commit suicide. Y'all, y'all was being like you didn't let it, you know, determine its own destiny. Yeah, could be. Um, I remember uh one time I had to babysit that dog uh for her, and my dog was in the house. Um, she's been living in the house, you know, 14, 15 years at that point. And here comes this new younger puppy that's running around and everybody's playing with him and thinks he's uh, cute. And he had this little bed that the uh, the puppy slept in. And I think the puppy stayed overnight. And right before my ex-girlfriend was about to come and pick the uh, puppy up, my dog finds the bed, drags it up the hallway, sniffs it, takes a huge piss on it. And then tries to like bring it back up at the hallway and like sit it back where it was. Um, but it, it was calculated. Like she waited, she planned it out. Um, she put a toy in front of the dog to occupy its attention and then got the bed, dragged it, tried to pee on it, succeeded in peeing on it and then brought it back. Um, so I'm very, very proud of that dog. I miss her. She's a good dog. Yeah. I think this was like, this is like the uh, warm and fuzzy episode. Maybe that's, maybe that's the title. <laughs> You know what it is? It's a vacation episode. I'm very relaxed. I uh, took off work tomorrow. Um, I have Saturday off. I have Sunday off. And then I go into this uh, week-long cruise. So it's just a vacation, yeah. Yeah. Lighthearted. I'm uh, getting on a plane in a couple hours. Uh, Where are you going? Uh, upstate New York. Uh, take, mm. So yeah, I guess, this, I guess this is my vacation day, though. Uh, to upstate? That's not a vacation. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say, though. No. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to upstate New York, though. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually realized I had never. This is how this is how New York I am. This is how Brooklyn I am. I don't think I had been north of like Poughkeepsie, <laughs> like before, uh, like a few months ago. Yeah, like I never went to like the state capital or any of shit. No, well, I mean, do you really need to? I'm saying go to any state capital. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to shout out to upstate New York. You know, it's beautiful up there. Get out in the woods and uh, I don't know, get some mosquito bites or some shit. Um. But yeah, also was thinking the uh, annual uh, microaggressive uh, 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 trip. Uh, I think we should do DC at some point, man. You've been mentioning that uh, the Smithsonian, right? The the Black Smithsonian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blacksonian. <laughs> yeah, apparently they got like Emmett Till's casket in there. Like it's like apparently it's like there's one part of it that's history, one part of it that's like culture, um, but it's like real. It's like. JD's uh, NPC, I think, is there too. Who? 
Stella. Really? I believe so. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, speaking of hip hop, I guess keep it broad. Um, Little Brothers coming back together. Yes, yes. It's, Without uh, Knife Wonder, though. I'm about to say. Without Knife Wonder. I know, yeah. Um, it, it'd be like, I don't know. I don't know what that would be like. Yeah, it's, it's Little Brother in theory. Well, he was he was doing an interview where he got called up, I think, on um, another show whose name will not be named, but shout out to that show. Yeah, shout out uh, to all these podcasts coming after us. They're doing the same thing we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So um, he, he was called up and... He was saying basically that um, he produced the majority of the Little Brother albums, but there were like two or three get back and left back that he didn't touch at all. That was basically just Big um, Big Pooh and Fonte. And that was going to be how this album would be and that they would probably be dealing with other producers and he might not have anything on it. But I'd be cool to just see what else they can do. I always love them on a Knife Wonder beat, but it'd be cool to see you know, other people test them out and then who they would collab with. I'm curious to see about that also. Yeah, I don't know. I think the consistency of their sound, though, like, is what made Little Brother Little Brother, and part of that was the beats. Yeah, but I mean, you look at Fonte, and he's branched out into other genre genres, excuse me, of music, and he's been successful with it. So I think that whatever they do, it's in good hands. Like, you're gonna get something good out of them. Um, that sounds like so, a yeah. rousing endorsement. No, nah, I mean, I'm saying that speaking to you, like, you know how I feel about a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. I'm never going to amp it up until I hear it. But knowing them together and them as a unit, especially Fonte, um, I think it's going to come out good. And also they're going to be touring. So I'm excited about that, too. So we need to check one of those concerts out if they go to New York or uh, San Francisco, I guess. Uh, who's just out here? Most and Talib was just out here, and I chose not I thought to. Most was, I thought he wasn't coming back to the United States. I think you meant, yeah. I feel like most came at the exact right time where, like, he wasn't too out there and people paid attention to him. But if he came at the wrong time, we'd be like, who is this dude? Mm. Yeah. So I, I like, I like Yasin, sorry, Yasin Bey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because yeah. so I've gone to multiple, either Most Def or Black Star shows. They never come on time. They never start the fucking show on time. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of people though. Most is like that's a lot of people. Most is like, I don't know. He's just like on some shit sometimes. It's like for you wanna start rocking with him and he's just like on some shit and it's just like, I don't know, I can't I can't I can't pay money for that anymore. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not feeling there's no hip hop shows that I'm feeling right now. Um which is sad to say, because it's like Especially in the day and age where like you don't buy albums and shit, I want to try and support support people like go to their shows and stuff. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, we we got to teach up we got to teach up our people how to give good live shows. That is true. That is true. Hmm. Um, I was thinking about damn. You were talking about music, and I was thinking about oh Igor. Um, oh Tyler Allen. Yeah. So. Yeah, Tyler. I was surprised. Tyler's interesting, man. Yeah, I think it's like like watching him mature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, he was a big fan of uh, Pharrell. You hear that influence on this album too. Yeah. Um, He always has one sort of track that really pays homage to him, and he's getting better and better. Um, When I first heard he wasn't rapping a lot on it, I thought that was a little weird. But he did something similar on uh, Cherry Bomb. 
and it worked out. And uh, I played it this afternoon. I listened to the whole thing front to back, and it was it was cool. All right, all right. We'll put we'll put that on the list. We'll put some Dilla on the on the on the list. Oh, yeah, let me write that down. Yeah. Um, Any other music? Any other new music that you've been listening to? New music. So, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joey Badass and uh, Flatbush Zombies put out like a super group mm-hmm. shit, Best Coast. Uh, it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. A Beast Coast or some shit. Mm. Uh, check that. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't so great. Um, I mean, <laughs> just, I mean uh, you just gave a review of him immediately just sabotaged the, uh, <laughs> that answer. I mean, uh, I, I I do want to give it a little bit more time, but like initial it was like, all right. Um, who else is rocking with this week? Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's that it's that well of the summertime, like waiting for the song of the summer. It's not it's not coming. Oh, did you um did you listen to that Babyface playlist? The 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 seven hour fucking baby face baby face playlist you made yeah the uh, minimum to. amount of baby face needed to successfully create a Yo, you went on a rabbit hole on that B. I did and, and everybody who's listening should do the same. <laughs> um, he just came out with a song which is like an, a dance music song. I sent it to you earlier today. Um, I thought it was a mistitled, uh, mislabeled thing because it was all beats and no singing at all and it said babyface was under his uh profile um so i guess he's switching into edm music do you do you uh, think it's actually the case uh you think it's actually you think it's wrong i think it might be the case i mean right. how much can you say about love it's been saying it for like 30 30 years i mean yeah it's just switch it up uh yeah, I I'll check it. I don't know. I don't know. I oh, you know I got excited about this. What? <clears throat> I sent you the, the picture. I was walking down the street the other day, saw a poster that said there would be a concert <clears throat> with CC Peniston. Oh, I'm like, yeah. yo, legends live. Yeah. Holla. True. True. Yeah. I think she's coming out for like some pride uh party or whatever out here in the bay. If I was just like, yo, my girl Cece, I was like and and I say this to like <clears throat> my bad. Um this is everybody. I was like growing up we had like so I guess we had like depending on time when we were kids, either one hip hop station or like two and then eventually three. But so it was uh BLS, which was they didn't play rap for the longest time. It was only R and B. You had we had ninety eight point seven Kiss FM, which would play rap, had like red alert and stuff. And High 97, which is now like the powerhouse station in New York, back in the day when we were kids, they wasn't really on rap. They were on like freestyle and house music mm-hmm. and like, you know, like Lisa Lisa Cult Jam, like all that shit. And as was Z100 and KTU. Z100. I hated Z100. Exactly. I hated Z100. I hated Z100. But like if you had to put it on a spectrum, 98.7 was where you got your rap. BLS mm-hmm. is what you listen to with your parents in a car. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the R&B shit. Shout out to Hal Jackson. Shout out to Hal Jackson. Shout out to Frankie Crocker. Um, and then you had 90s High 97, which was like kind of like the dance music shit. Like you kind of rock with it a little bit. Then they started playing a little bit of hip hop. And then you had KTU, which was like all dance. So like growing up, it was like that was like part of the jump. That was like part of the rotation. So like mm-hmm. all the shit they play in like gay bars now. I'm like, yeah, I know all these songs. <laughs> like C.T. Fenderson, like, yeah, we grew up listening to that shit. Like Lisa Lisa called Jam, like, yeah, yeah, like what's up? 
So like people are like, yo, why are you so into this? I'm like, because this is what this is what was on the radio when we were kids. So I had a um an uncle who used to DJ and it was all house music, and that's where I got I got uh put onto it. Yeah. It was it was bumping. Yeah, yeah good mixes. I know. I mean it's just it's just a little bit faster, you know. You, you do your thing. Um, remember funk that? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I remember funk that. Um, all right, that's on the playlist. <laughs> I don't know if that shit made it to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get like the ill white label, like crackly version. <laughs> oh, you know, um, speaking of media, do you have um, Viceland? Do you have that network? Uh, I, I invested in Showtime for Jesus and Miro. All right, all right, support, yeah, support, yeah, support. Um, there's a show on Viceland called Dark Side of the Ring, and I was never a big wrestling fan. Maybe for like a year in my life, I had one of those wrestling buddies. Um, Hulk Hogan, I think, before he turned out to be racist, and uh, I watched. Like we didn't, like we couldn't see that coming. You wanted to believe it. Right? I know you wanted you to know, believe. Nobody with hair bleached that. Uh, that blonde is is not facts. Racist. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, jokes. Jokes. Uh, jokes. Uh, anyway. Jokes. <laughs> I didn't cut my dating pool. Yeah. <laughs> so the show. Uh, not Hulk Hogan. Not Hulk Hogan. He's on my type. <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring is good. It's about um, like the underbelly of wrestling. Uh, they never wanted to let you know or wanted to let it out that it's really, you know, it's fake. Obviously, it's fake, but people like the illusion of it. Oh, yeah, and this yeah. show just tears out of Did apart. you just tell me wrestling was fake? You would be surprised at how many people still don't believe that. Um, yeah. So they uh, they talk about like crimes and murders um, prostitution and like forcing people uh, to work on broken necks and just like the behind the scenes stories are so crazy. It's more interesting than anything I've ever seen in wrestling. Uh, but it's called Dark Side of the Ring. I think they only have six episodes so far, but it's it's good. So even if you don't like wrestling, check that out. Right. I don't know if I really want to invest in Viceland right now, but okay. Well, you know, steal it or not. Yeah, why not? Why Unless Viceland wants to no, know. Because why would anyone not pay honest. for good content? <clears throat> yeah exactly you need hd quality to uh watch tv exactly. you gotta pay for that exactly premium um yeah uh not in oh i was uh did you ever watch um what was that show on hbo barry i got through the first season and then i kind of fell off of it right. um what season is it up to uh season right two i think yeah Okay. How's it going in this? Yeah, I would, I would, uh, uh, yeah, I would, I would get, I would, I would uh, recommend it. Mm. Yeah, this is this is the men on film uh, portion of the microaggressive podcast. Um, So I can, I can now say that um, Twilight Zone's not great. Oh, Um, your man Jordan Peele uh, didn't didn't come. I held out for him. Uh, He had about nine episodes to do something to uh, to move me. He might have had one episode that was rewatchable in my opinion but the rest they just kind of fell flat i think the problem with them is they made a promise that they weren't going to touch on anything related to technology um to kind of keep that from like you know 1950s twilight zone feel Uh so they they said specifically we won't step on black mirrors um toes but i think black mirror has a finger on the pulse right now and more of their stuff is more relatable to this day and age than what they're trying to do on a twilight zone Mm -hmm. um they even tried to re-release it in black and white to further um, remind you of the original Twilight Zone, and just it's just it's not gonna work. 
No, no the stories are kind of weak. No one needs to see HD black and white. What the hell? I mean, I get it that it's for nostalgic reasons. I get why they would do it. Um, but you, you know, the story has to be good. And so far, I haven't seen any of that. I haven't yeah. seen much of that. Yeah, let's show. not talk about nostalgia. It's like, yo, kids don't even remember like when phones used to be phones. They think a phone is an app. Like, come on now. Like, no one needs to see some black and white shit. Like, if he's trying to, if he's really trying to catch on with like people, like, don't go, don't go too hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's up on the hate because I know your hate level sorry. for this man is already not hate, already man. there. So it's let not, me let me hate on him because I'm I'm not that far into your it's not hate. Your spectrum. Just saying, like he's a creator. I respect creation. Uh, yeah. yo, I didn't realize he's the executive producer on that Tracy Morgan show, uh, The Last OG. Uh, yeah, get money. Shout out to Jordan Peele. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, like I, I never saw it. Well, he did the uh, documentary on Lorraine Bobbitt. I think we talked about. He did. I, I didn't watch that yet. But I didn't I, watch it. Yet. I heard about it. No, man, I'm not gonna hate on the man's creation. It's just I'm not. I'm not his target audience. Mm. Yeah. Right. I probably Fair actually enough. am his exact target audience. I just like. You are. You just gotta listen. I know. Mm. I know. Deep. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> uh, the shit I found the other day that I, I can't find right now. I was looking for something on my computer and I came across our old AOL instant messenger conversations from high school oh, and college. Shit. I would like to see this. But I cannot find them right now. I'm like looking at Oh, hard. damn. You just, damn. Yeah. You just fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had that ready. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. I had it too. I'm like, yo, what happened damn. to it? I'm like searching for like my username from back in the day, see if it come up. <laughs> I'd be curious. I um, I'm finding lots of combos with somebody else that we went to high school with, who I spent a lot of time mm. talking to. Who I will not. Name. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I, I always know. thought it was weird that you kept those messages. I mean, you know, I don't know many why years I later. did. I literally don't know why I did. This is like the sentimental, like fucking part mm. of me. And then I get in the like scorched earth part of me, and I just delete everything. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of cool ones in college from. Uh, some girls I used to talk to when I deleted them. Uh, I guess this is that's the, all I kept. This is the equivalent of like keeping greeting cards. Um, yeah, kinda, yeah. So you know, it's a memory you can read. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I can. Uh, maybe by the end of this podcast, I will. I will find it. But I was like very surprised. I was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, Jesus." Yeah, I think um, I might have a couple from you that go as far back as like 2009 from some we were trying to plan. But yeah, I end up deleting everything after a while. Yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah, I, I never kept an AIM conversation. I definitely went through like a phase where I was like, I'm going to delete every text message, every voicemail, every email from certain people in my life. Mm-hmm. So I do not randomly stumble across it and trigger anything. You were not one of those people. Um, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Oh, they said uh, Jay-Z is about to break a billion dollars. On paper or real money? Because that, well, you know, that Theranos check was also over a billion. It was built on bullshit, though. I just read an article about <clears throat> her and the fact that she she got some dog that she let run around the um office she named it balto she tried to convince people that it was a wolf she, she swore up and down that it was a wolf yeah um it would pee and crap all over the place um the delusion is insane why don't we get to um, have those delusions i mean our version of people having those delusions end up being like odb 
Why can't Mm -hmm. all versions of people having those delusions be billionaires on paper? Got it. I want the right to be just as crazy as everybody else. (laughs) Yo, that's that's equality. Um, Yeah, I really cannot find this shit right now. Man, what happened to it? Maybe I deleted it too. No. I saw um, Kanye West's interview with uh, David Letterman. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It was on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. David Letterman, it's weird to see him interviewing. He had one with Jay-Z. The one with Jay-Z was bad, yo. I didn't check for it Also, can we talk about the one he did with Jay-Z, where it was like the 15-minute interlude about Rick fucking Rubin and whatever artist he was trying to promote? Really? You didn't see that shit? So it was like... No, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Oh. I just saw the Kanye West one. That was the first one I ever saw. No, so the Jay-Z one last year, he's interviewing Jay-Z and like all this stuff. So there was two moments where I was like, yo, Letterman, what's what's up with you? So he interviewed Jay-Z and then he cuts away and they do like, you know, when he was like, went on site someplace to interview Rick Rubin. And he's like telling Rick Rubin, he's like, yeah, what was working with Jay-Z like, you know, Rick Rubin and his like Svengali shit. He's like, yeah, you know, Jay is just... He's a creator. He's an auteur, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, they start walking around the studio, like Rick Rubin's studio, you know, your man's barefoot with his, like, yoga shit. And mm-hmm. he's, like, recording some new artist. And then David Letterman starts, like, talking to the people about, like, how they're recording and how it's, like, working with Rick Rubin. And then, like, whatever, like, artist was singing. And David Letterman's, like, cracking just like, let me go in the control booth. And I was just like, wait, this is a Jay-Z interview. Why did That's you weird. take a 10-minute detour? So that was one shit. I mean, I was like, that was weird. That's weird. Yeah. And then the other shit was <laughs> Letterman started to try and get Jay to talk about, you know, cheating on Beyonce and shit. This was that when 444 mm-hmm. came out. And Jay was like, yeah, you know, you have to man up, you know, whatever. And, you know, you put it on record. And then Letterman was like, you know, because when I had my thing, and like, so Letterman's like talking about his own shit, like when he got caught cheating on his wife and all that scandal mm-hmm. and he was getting blackmailed. And Jay's just kind of like sitting there nodding, like, I'm not walking to that shit. He's like, yeah. He's like, I just put a fucking album out. Like, if you're trying to absolve yeah. yourself, go ahead. It was like, it was actually like a bad interview. It was like, Letterman is trying to like connect with him, but like really it was like all of a sudden it turns like his therapy session and Jay is just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jay. So first of all, Jay-Z, he's not, he was never the best interviewee. Um, he's, yeah, I mean that's a fact. Doesn't doesn't um undermine his talent, but it was he's just not somebody I would check an interview for. Yeah, he, um, he's good at what he's good at. Yeah, but I did get the vibe, at least on the Kanye West one that I saw. Um, he doesn't really connect to the people he's interviewing. I think um, I feel like you can tell when he's interested in the person he's interviewing, and you can tell when he's just there, mm-hmm. just kind of doing the interview because he has to. So he was laughing at a lot of stuff that Kanye West was saying. It wasn't necessarily funny or not as funny as he was laughing. Um, and it came off as disingenuine. Uh, there was a point where he was saying he wanted Kanye West to dress him up with his uh, with that fashion line he has. And that was like a whole 10-minute segment um, that was you know way too long. Um, I mean, it was interesting to see what's up. David Lemon is like a white man in his seventies and like, yo, he, I think he's good at what he does. And he's got this like, uh, 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 you know, crazy humor that like influenced like Conan O'Brien and people we liked, but sometimes he just seems like a 70 year old man trying to be like, cool. 
Yeah, that's yeah. the vibe I got too. I feel like he would be best doing like a Hall and Oates <laughs> interview, <laughs> or you know, something more his, you know, Paul Simon or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if he could get a better interview out of him. Hmm? Oh, did you say can't go for that? Yeah, I don't know if he could go for. Did that. you sneak that yeah, in? I did. I did. Ah, uh, caught that. That's going to playlist. It's going to playlist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jay's. Uh, excuse me, um, Kanye. He he was. Talking about how he doesn't take his prescription medica- me, medications to control his uh, bipolar, bipolar disorder, or just uh, yeah. you know, monitor and and you know, how do I want to say that? Whatever I said it. Yeah, he's just, um. So he's talking. So kind of just winging it. <laughs> so he decides that he finds um, it restricts him, which is not uncommon. A lot of people say that the, the mania aspect of it is, you know, um, it's exciting. Mm-hmm flight of ideas and you're you're focused and you're dedicated and you're excited um so i get that especially for somebody who's creative you're doing music Mm -hmm. you want to feel the music you would obviously feel you know more sedated if you're taking something to restrict that that adrenaline um but i feel like if it works for him cool but I feel like there's still some underlying issues that are unresolved that he keeps on trying to push down and his face says everything. So when David Letterman targets those points, you see his face change. And if somebody's preaching this idea of like peace and being at peace with oneself and um, moving past things, you can tell he's still holding on to some stuff. Um, so I don't know what his you know medical treatment is for... His condition, but I don't know if he's seeing a therapist or what. But it feels like there's something underlying and unresolved. Um, he brought up the whole thing about his his mom. Um, he took him and they put on you know the fashion show. Um, Kim Kardashian was in there for some reason, and the mom. They were sitting at a table, and as they're talking, Kim Kardashian's being uh, filmed, and all of a sudden she takes off her blazer, and. Uh, <laughs> Distracts everyone. I didn't get that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was not worth seeing. Is the summary? <laughs> I know that was a long way of saying it, but um, yeah. If if you know Kanye West by now, you know what that interview was going to be about. And so far, there isn't anybody on there that I've wanted to see be interviewed by David Letterman. I know that there's an Obama one there too. Yeah, there's a Tina Fey one. I watched that one yet. Um, I watched a few. Yeah, Tina Fey. I watched a few of the first season. It was um, I watched Jay Z and somebody else, and it was all right. I mean. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. How how are you feeling about um Desus and Mero? I feel honest opinion. I feel honest like opinions. um, I feel like they have their sweet spot, and this might be stretching them a little bit. Um, I agree. And yeah, I think I'm gonna give them. Yeah, I want to see them succeed. So I'm a I'm a I'm a rock with them for a little bit. But it's just like, yeah. I mean, these are just like two smart dudes who like have a different perspective. Um, I don't know that they're like performers. And I think being I on like this type of platform forces them. So they did, they did like a skit and like the premise of the skit was funny. It's just like, I'd rather them like crack That's jokes huge. and have other people yeah. do the acting. You know what I mean? Cause it's just like, they're not actors and it's fine, but it's like, I'm sure they spend a lot of money then like there's a lot of setup. Like the premise was mad funny. It was just like, yo, what if they traded uh, lives for a day where, you know, Jesus had the kids and Miro was single and shit. 
Um, but I don't know. It just didn't hit. But I was like, I see what they're trying to do because like they have different lives. Ha ha ha. But I was just like, yeah, I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't watch this. Um, and that's not hating on them. Uh, I just think, you know, I, I think I was saying this at work the other day because yeah, I'm not going to get into that. But like you want to put people in a you want to you want people to have like new opportunities. You also want to set them up for success. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's like why are you ask um, why are you asking like your six one point guard to like guard the center? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yes. So I feel I feel the same way. Um, I feel like I don't want to single people out. I feel like <laughs> Miro is they're both great on radio. Yeah. Um, but to have them in an audience, I'm sorry, have them in front of a audience in that intimate setting, the first couple episodes, they would crack jokes that were funny, but the audience just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> so there was like a speckle of uh, laughter, which kind of took me away. I'm wondering like who's in the audience. Um, there was some jokes they were making where the audience just didn't seem to gel. So I gave them a couple more episodes. Mm. The skits weren't that great. Um, but recently they've gone back to that sort of Viceland formula where they are just talking about stuff that's going on in the news, no matter how random or, you know, how trivial. And it seems like they're going back to that vibe, which was their best vibe. I feel like that version of their show was the best version if they had to be on TV. But um, I do agree they're stretching them out too much. I'm glad they added two episodes a week so you can get more chances to like have them yeah. warm up to the idea. Yeah. But I feel like um, Miro is restricted on TV. Mm. Um, I feel like it's out of his comfort zone. I think Desus is, is fine with it, but I feel like Miro is, he's just not used to it yet. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how it goes. No, I'll, but um, I'm holding out. Yeah. I'm holding out. They they're getting back towards it. What is this like episode nine or ten? Yeah, they're getting back and finding their way. So I'm, I'm gonna keep looking. Yeah, and they've never been the best interviewers, but like I think when it just feels like they're having a conversation with people, it's like that when they forget they're in front of a camera. Yeah, like yeah, that's true too. The interviews they had one with um Amy Poehler, they kind of fell flat. They had one with Issa Rae that was kind of cold yeah um i don't know if they chose the people who were on their viceland show but they seem to have more rapport with them and these interviewees it seems like they shoehorned them in i remember the Issa ray one when they were on viceland was like really funny it was like real like they were yeah, just like yeah chilling. it just felt different yeah. yeah i saw the one they did with charlie theron and it was like yeah that felt weird. yeah it seems like they wouldn't hang out in uh what's her name anna uh uh yeah the anna kendrick yeah and I, I, it just felt forced again. Yeah, I see the premise, right? It's like take like the like whitest white girl from Maine up to the BX. But hey, you know, like the funniest part was like where he was like, "Yo, these are your formal Tims." <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> it like that's just them being them. Versus, I'm sure, like, okay, we're gonna do this uh, scene in a strip club, and you guys are gonna go out and like roll dice. Okay, mm -hmm. and, and like, I'm sure that shit probably took him like an hour to shoot yeah. for like five seconds of like kind of being funny. You know, I just don't know the return is there. But you think about the their energy together on um on the podcast or the energy when the Vice show is like really really pumping. Yeah, they seem less restricted. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, somebody there's a set there's a what do you call it? The censor guy. Yeah, sitting on the uh, sideline yeah. saying no, you can't say this, you can't say that. But it's funny they actually were more censored on Vice. They um they could only say five fucks per show. 
they were well placed though. <laughs> that's hard to do. That's true. That's true. You know, it's fucking hard. Yeah. A little bit of a, a little bit of scarcity makes you. Uh, so this is a this will be the episode we play back when we're like getting. Um, I don't know if we get like Showtime money. Maybe we get on like Stars or some shit. Um, mm. We could be like After Power or one of those one of those ghetto shows. Um, is Cinemax still around? You think Cinemax will pay us? Cinemax is hot garbage. I know. I've I never know liked it's hot Cinemax. garbage, but it's part of HBO. It's like they would throw that shit in with HBO. <laughs> All right, maybe we can't. Maybe we, okay. Maybe we don't want to be on Cinemax. But when we get our show, you know, we'll be stretched. We'll, we'll remember these days. We'll remember this. Wait, what are ghetto shows? Like on on Stars, they got like Power and like I feel like all the premium networks try and have like one show that appeals to like an urban audience. I'd see that as more a crime show. Oh. Um, Sopranos. They're filming a uh, the movie prelude, yeah, a uh, prologue. All the Saints of uh, uh, Newark or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll peep that. I'm curious. Yeah, shout out to Sopranos. Um, speaking of random as uh, episodes, I think uh, I think this one falls into that bucket. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think I, I think we've uh, I think we've had our stride. Uh, what have we learned this week? We've learned that um, you can be corny as hell in your proposal, but it might work. Oh, as long as the ring is nice. Nah, <laughs> that's not true. No, no. Uh, um, moment of sincerity. Uh, well, shout out to Mrs. J and, and, and Jay. For, uh, uh, we won't say the number of years, but many years of uh, happily wedded. Uh, I'll say it is. Ten years um, you know, together and four years married. Damn, B. Oh, yeah. We old as shit. Um you old. The story, the story uh, we did not tell was your first date with uh, Mrs. J. Uh, mm. Yeah, which, which, for, which for reasons that we won't get into, I will always remember uh, because parallel, <laughs> paralleled a, uh, yeah. a situation I was yeah. going through. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to shout out to all those people from our past. Um, it's funny as I was looking for our old AOL, our old instant messenger conversations, I came across that person, an email with that person, or some G chat with that person. I was like, "Can we read? Let's just tell me something interesting in it." And I can't find. Let's not cut this episode. I can't find hours. Yeah, yeah, but what about the other ones? I'm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to blow. Up. I could blow up your spot because, like, yeah, yeah, like, what's my spot? I'm just saying, like, you signed up for this. I'm not gonna blow up the spot to the people. All right, so this is. Uh, but who knows? Who knows this person? I mean, person? you don't know. We we blowing up, son. People might recognize themselves. <laughs> on um, yeah. All right, so this is from. Uh... <laughs> oh damn! Wow. Um, <laughs> this <is> from <laughs> October 29th, two thousand and nine. Shit. Um, this is an email exchange with that person. Um, I won't get into some of those details. Um, <laughs> what did I, okay, this is me in a little uh, <laughs> little email to this person. Um, uh, blah 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 blah. And then I was like, I have a I'm, go, I'm going to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you like blah blah blah, and you know you got a sense on the fly here. Um, oh wow okay this tells you this tells you how old this shit is right all right so um uh blah 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 
so she sent me an email. She's like, have a good week. Have fun at the wedding this weekend. Mm-hmm. I say some other shit. And then um, I was like, I have a feeling that the wedding this weekend won't be nearly as memorable or fun as last weekend's. Mm. Um, but I'll try. <laughs> Plus, I don't get to walk any mothers down. Okay. Plus, I don't get to walk any mothers down the aisle this week. So, pay on comparison. Um, and then this is like some shit tells you the time frame we in. In other news, you need to download BlackBerry Messenger to your phone so I can send you BlackBerry Messenger. Some uh, oh, wow, that was wow. I was going very direct with my flirtation. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then she was like, who knows, you might meet some cute girls at the wedding this weekend like you did last weekend, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got the BlackBerry Messenger pin because that's how you had to do it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never had a BlackBerry. Yeah. She's in, yeah. So October 2009. So it was around the same time of your, your kickoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so young and impressionable then. I, I wish I kept that stuff. I did on a computer, um, but that computer's long gone by now. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. It was like some shit I backed up to something that didn't get deleted over the past 10 to 20 years, but um, BlackBerry Messenger. Yeah, that was that was a shit back in the day. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. For those of us that was in the corporate world, that was that was as close as it got to being fun. Yeah, it was. It was definitely, yeah. Yeah. It was corporate world, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the only person that's the only demographic I knew that um had blackberries, actually, at that point. They were taking over. What happened to them? Why did they uh die out? I don't know. Steve Jobs, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's still some people that have rock with blackberries. I know they tried to come back and then it didn't didn't happen. Yeah, that's they're still around. Um, yeah, so that was a detour. We learned. Um, <laughs> so interview has been a detour. The whole interview has been a detour. Uh, the warm and fuzzy episode. Um, we learned uh, that yeah, Donald Trump uh, will get your vote in the next election. Fuck Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that I'm, 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 we didn't talk about this, but I'm, I'm coming out right now for Elizabeth Warren. She, mm. I like after this president, yeah, we need a smart president, and she's the only one with any fucking ideas. She's the only one like, saying, given actually like policies out. and shit. That's that's true so far. Yeah, at least the one that's um that's ringing the uh, the loudest right now. You hear more people talking about her than anybody else. Oh, did you hear about that shit last weekend? Kamala Harris was like on stage. And some dude bum rushed the stage to take the mic to like protest about some environmental shit. Oh, yeah. And they like escorted no. him out. And then they're like, no yeah. charges were pressed. I'm like, what? White dude jumps on stage, takes the mic mm. out of a black woman's hand. And y'all just casually escort your man out. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. Like, seriously? Interesting. Interesting. If I look at somebody's side eye, like, your man's got handcuffs in his hands. Like, come on. <laughs> like, yo. It's like... Yeah, there's no way they're gonna let a black woman be president. <laughs> Why? They just let, they just let somebody come on stage and grab the mic out of her hand. <laughs> like you're like, oh, sorry, we were too late. <laughs> we were playing uh, Angry Birds on our phone. What the fuck, yo? We're security. <laughs> that is a little, it's a little crazy. I think um, I feel like if Michelle Obama ran, she would win. I believe that. I feel mm, I feel like there's some people that would like really really start a revolution if they had to be led by a black woman um i agree that 
people would feel that way, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. No, I mean, I'm all good with it. Yeah. I didn't read her book though. I should probably, that's, that's probably the first thing I should do. I should probably buy her book and read it. There you go. Yeah. Baby steps. I know. That's, that's how we support. Um, I keep trying to like say what we learned this week and you keep uh, taking us off. Well, you know, I got random shit to say all the time. Basically. Um, <laughs> that is why we have a podcast. Um, uh, shout out to uh, to the listeners. Uh, so, so some listeners have given feedback that they enjoy the shows where we talk about ourselves more than when we just talk about random shit. Mm. 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 <laughs> it's gonna be a mix of everything, I guess. A mix what? I said it's gonna. I think we're just gonna. You're gonna have to deal with the mix of everything. <laughs> Mm. So I'm just going to talk yeah, about well, random shit. I got shit to say. It changes every day. That's true. Um, so I guess you get variety. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, oh, how's your swimming going? Are you ready for your uh, your vacation with the swim lessons? Um, I'm definitely miles ahead of where I was. Um, definitely feel comfortable being in the water. So I'm going to test it out on this uh, cruise. Try not to think about people basically bathing in the same water it's getting in my mouth and my um my nose you've got some weird shit my friend but we all do that's not weird <laughs> dead skin suit <laughs> is not something that i don't think anybody wants on them so uh montezuma's revenge yeah enjoy that no nah, i think i'm good i got that strong stomach i do not everywhere i've been um internationally i've tried the food and never had a problem Straight at all up gastroenteritis when i went to india yeah well you know not great the week get eat <laughs> Fuck you! I just made that up. Yeah, it actually sounded it sounded classy. Like you, like you thought about that before. It sounded like some Wu Tang shit. I know. Shout out. <laughs> I think. Yo, um, we'll, we'll make it make sense later. Exactly. Exactly. In the remix. Um, Deep dish. <laughs> um, worse. So I guess we'll be taking a hiatus uh, next week. I've been thinking though. Um, yeah. Uh, to pull up some stuff from the uh, the preseason. I feel like we had some stuff from the preseason that never got aired that, you know, mm. we could we could chop and cut and, you know, the best of the preseason volume one. That sounds like a mixtape. The warm up. The warm up. Oh, warm up. They Tearaway know. pants. It's branding. Um, <laughs> trademark. Um, so, yeah, I was like, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll go back in there to, to, to keep the to keep the content flowing while uh, while you're in Latin America, um, not in Cuba. You got work tomorrow? I'm gonna be on a plane, B. What time do you leave? In like two hours. Two hours from now. Yeah. Shit. It's a red eye. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And you're doing this? That's dedication. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to get off. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, if I don't catch you, come back in one piece. Get back in the country. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the sound of New York right there. Now that now that we hear the sirens, that is uh Oh you heard that? Yeah. <laughs> you did <laughs> Yeah man. Um yeah man, enjoy the vacation. Happy anniversary, Mrs. J. Uh one love to, to all my peoples over there. And uh yeah, buena suerte. Divertese. Gracias. Alright.